Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi everyone, right, I'd like to say this is a pleasure, but it's going to be anything but. This is GigPod episode 180. Uh, the last episode, 179, was called A Stroll in the Park. Uh, there's a joke surely? In, <laughs> surely, yeah, there's a joke in there somewhere, isn't there, John? But the joke is probably myself for underestimating just how bad this Celtic side are. Uh, to everybody, we are joined here by Stevie and Reed, so who you heard earlier. Um, we're both just back for Celtic Park and we were meant to be in the tap yard for this one. We're now in an unnamed hotel bar because, John, do you want to tell the audience why they were not doing it in the tap yard? What uh, unfortunately happened? Yes, unfortunately, you turned up there when as one of your many Celtic tops, the new third kit, and they said no colours allowed. So you had to leave there and we're here in an unnamed hotel bar, which we have, we have been here before. If listeners can tell, <laughs> strangely, we have been here before. And it was probably in... I think we were sponsored. We were doing a review or something. It was, it was happier times. <laughs> yes, it was. And uh, not only that, they've put their prices up since, so it's been a thoroughly miserable... I, I wouldn't know about that. ...round dodger. Mm-hmm. But we're <laughs> 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 uh, both uh, back for Celtic Park. Celtic Nils, St Johnson Nil. Dismal game of football, as I said. Listen, um, I really expected us to wipe the floor with St Johnston. Certainly thought it would be at least 3-0. I'd like to think I'm not an arrogant football fan, but it's fair to say that I might be a stupid one because I really underestimated how many problems there are with that Celtic side today, John. Well, I, but you mean, I mean, you would always thought they were going to beat St. John's. I mean, they hadn't won a game. They had two, two nil defeats. I mean, the manager went mad at them. They, like, done another pre-season before the game because they had two weeks off. Yeah, they were comfortable for the most part. You can't even say that we bombarded them. OK, there was two good saves from Matt O'Reilly. But it, it wasn't even like we absolutely, like, 
had chance after chance after chance and saying half did as many chances as us and okay they did time waste a lot but that's what you expect for a team that's bottom of the league and like you say like I always hammer them but no we have got big problems and uh, who are we playing next week again I don't remember near the half suddenly just got amnesia I may, I may, may go for a week long sleep yes yeah, so sleep until uh, 2024 I'm going for already look foolish enough but I would like to consider my, myself as known ball shall we say <laughs> You know, I've turned into a modern skin fade CSE fan there. <laughs> Honestly, I really did think that there would be a routine victory today. Yes, probably with a papered over cracks anyway, but that team needed a win. They just needed three points and there needed to be some positive aura around the club today after last week. And I think the most galling part for me today is that, well, actually, two won at 60 minutes. That's when I turned round um, to Kemp and I said, We had actually no score today. Like you could tell, it was one of the games. But secondly, I expected a major reaction from last week. Maybe not a major one, any reaction, slight one, and we get nothing. I think no, there was no. a, a, a there was a, maybe a spell in the first half for ten minutes or so. Yang was looking threatening. Yang looked good today, and I thought the Baron played well today as well. Um, it was a wee bit slow and cumbersome at points, but his range of passing was very good. And I think alongside someone like CCV, he'll only improve. But I think that's where, that's where the, the positives like, sort of end. Because other than that, there's no day else to get past marks. And generally, that's that's a, the worst part about the day. That after an hour against a team that were thumped against Stirling Albion at home, beat half Hearts, beat half Ross County, and they haven't scored this season. It was the fact that, John, yeah, they, they looked really comfortable. And out of the two teams, they looked like the one set up with the most formidable game plan. Yeah, it was criminal. I don't know what our game plan is. That is I, I don't say I'm sorry to interrupt. I, that's, that's the part for me. I'd love to still know what we're trying to do. I don't know what we're trying to achieve. No, I don't actually know really what Brendan's trying to do. And every single game has been unconvincing. We talked about this the other day. Ross County, who Rangers beat relatively comfortably today. And I'm sorry, but we need to talk about that because they, well, they were supposedly rivals for the title this season. I don't know. They watch it for teams like St Mirren now. But they dealt with him comfortably today. We struggled. Aberdeen away I thought we were poor it was a better result than a performance last week against Kilmarnock was a joke and the day was another joke and as Morrissey once said that joke isn't funny anymore so there's one for the Smiths fans out there I genuinely have no idea what sort of style of play he's trying to achieve what he really should have done and I said this all day is that he should have just tried to copy Andrew's playbook like keep the wingers inverted have two really good wingers and Kyogo's your main striker but no, we're trying to play as narrow as possible. Yeah, yeah. And Kyogo, I'm sorry, but Kyogo's been ruined. Him playing as a false nine, which is what he is most of the time, isn't working. And he's not always in the penalty box, which is just criminal when he's a penalty box striker. And I know people might, might not want to hear this, but I mean, we, we don't make stuff up on Gigpod, but we tell it like it is, as we always say. See, if I was Kyogo, I'd be on the phone to uh, good old Ange, and I'd say, get me out of here. Because if we continue to play like that, we're just going to waste Kyogo. I'm a world-class striker, get me out of here. Sounds like a TV show. <laughs> I'd definitely be thinking, I want to leave. Because we're, we're not making the most of him. I don't, I, I don't think he will. But if I was him, I'd definitely think about leaving. And then obviously, Hattati's the same. Question for you though, right? What, I mean, we have said, against Ross County, there's been a real disconnect. And when Brendan first came in, in the middle of June, it was a very low-key sort of reintroduction to Brendan again. And, and I guess it had to be for the way that he left, so we got that. But it was just a weird feeling to it. And then in the weeks, you know, a few weeks after that, 
it was like radio silence, there's not really much happening other than players retiring and leaving. And it was all just news about players leaving the club, but there was nothing about players coming in. We buy in players and again the, the the fans haven't really warmed to them because the greatest respect, as we said, are project players, John. That's not what we're needed to elevate us to the next level. We needed players to improve an already treble winning side. And not only that, it's just when you when you're at the games like you're there today, I'm there. And it was just so, so bizarre. It was just weird in terms of the, the weird atmosphere around the club, on the pitch, off the pitch. There's just something no right there. No, weirdly enough, a Rangers fan said to me after the game of day that everything involved in Celtic has been odd since Brendan came back. And he's right, it's just not been right. Everything's been very odd. But like, like the signings, they're odd because they're project players. The low-key demeanour of Brendan even like the performances something just didn't seem right and it's still early doors but it's just completely a 360 for the last season there was a feel-good factor was a, a, one, a 180 you mean? aye that's true 180 that was a, that was a wee slip-up there deliberate slip-up because I was distracted by the fact that it's his German head in this being class no, it's completely different for last season. And like, see where that game of day, even without CCV and Hitati, see if Andrew's a manager. I would expect Celtic to win the day. I would expect us to have like, the, the wherewithal, the will to win. Like, we'd see over the line. Like, we've done so many times. I mean, even mind that game against Hibs when we're drawn one each with like 10 minutes to go. Oh, and oh scored in yeah. Haxa as well. Let him cook. Let him cook. You, would ex- you were expecting us to win that game. Wasn't expect- I wasn't. When it got to 70 minutes for me, I thought, we're not going to win this. So there's real issues and this is only the fourth game Ben has been in charge for and it seems a real unsolvable mess and I think it's going to get worse. And that's the thing as well. (laughs) That type of performance today was maybe one, it's like a sluggish one you see middle of February or the start of March. Like the game against Hibs at Easter Road we talked about that was probably um, Angie's equivalent of that type of game. Really a chance created and it just from the off something wasn't right. We were just terrible that match but and you talked about Hibs, I was thinking um, Dundee United, they had a bad game at home 1-0. And I remember when we got the ball at the our corner flag, we were in Dundee United's half within seconds. Like, see you get into St Johnson's half today. There was one point I counted, like, Liam Scales and the Baron had the ball. And it took about 10 or 15 seconds before we got into their half. And I'm like, this isn't a normal style of play here. That's no right for a Celtic side to be taking that long on the ball. I mean, so laborious and slow to the point where you're allowing St Johnson just to sit back and, and get back into a system again. Like, Ange caught a lot of teams out um, and off guard because we played that quick that they weren't given any time to settle and get back into position. Whereas today when St Johnston you saw guys like Stephen May, for example, um, there was one point where we had a free kick, so Skills took it and May was behind the ball. It's here about 10 seconds later. Uh, May was back in his own half defending again and we were like back to where we were and you're like what is the game plan there it's, it's turgid stuff and as our pal Monty said to me during the week and he said it's like analogue football in a digital world it's quite a good way to put it that was good Bob Monty and he's, he's no messaged me for a while I'll need to get back to him for that he messages me all the time I must be on pop well, I'm not in any group chats I'm not with messages but I know you go on about that a lot Monty who's a good pal of mine for the old days but uh, no in fact I was thinking I don't want to turn this into Brendan versus Ange but I don't think in the two seasons Ange managed us at home in the league we didn't have a game where we didn't score I think we scored in every single home league game Ange managed 
Like we drew that game one each with United. Right. But we'd won still created chances though. And we won six nothing in the first two league games against yeah. Monday and these are it like and you were like getting into that game at Ibrox like dreading it like I know we weren't the finished article and I think that game Stephen Welsh was in defence with Starfelt at least getting into that game at Ibrox and Juranovic was making his debut as he well did. wasn't yes. he and you were thinking in that game maybe we can sneak something because Rangers hadn't started too well I think they lost against they had the a Covid United, outbreak as well they lost against the United in their second league game but again Rangers have lost against Kilmarnock and you're thinking they're going into that at Ibrox like they've been garbage so far this season but they look like they're maybe starting to gel now with a draw against PSV let's be honest we would have got annihilated off PSV John and they've won today at Ross County that would have been a struggle for us so maybe they're gelling um, and the worst that. thing is if they beat us next week they're top of the league whereas I think we were going into the position of saying the worst case scenario next weekend because we expected to win the day would be at least we're going to be even on points for them but now yeah they're going to now be two be. points clear Aye, two points clear, aye. So, uh, it's really no good. And I don't really know what the solution's going to be. I mean, I know a lot of people will be pointing out to injuries and saying, if we CCV and Hitai, it'd be much better. And we would. But you shouldn't be relying on the weeks and Johnson at home. I think this is the worst Celtic result in many years at home. For, since the COVID season. Since we could be off St Mirren 2-1, probably. Because, I mean, the COVID season was a joke that nobody bothered with anyway. And... This this is what's down for the COVID season. They'll not be able to get, they'll not be able to get away with it because the fans will be here. I mean, if things go wrong, there'll be no hiding place because the fans will be here. The, the board will be hoping to hear more doom laden pronouncements for Jason Leach in the next couple of weeks if we keep losing games. Jason Leach, remember him? Great, great guy. Great guy. He's great and off the ball. But uh, no, I don't really know what's going to make things better. I mean, I know both same players this week. But it's too late. We should have players signed weeks and weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, we, and we were saying it, and we were told we were panic merchants about that, and Brendan will get it right. Maybe not on here, but I mean, privately, me and you have been told that. We've been saying that the signing should have been happening when he was right in the door. Like, that should have been the first priority. No break for him, just, as I said, let's get to work, but there's been no work done. We're more like reservoir slobbers than the reservoir dogs, am I right? Is there any positives at all for you today in terms of individual performances? At no. All? We're going to have to talk Nothing. about it. There's nothing. We drew not on each at home with St. Johnson team who'd be 4-0 at home by Stirling Albion a couple even, of weeks even, ago. Even Yang. I thought he did okay, but he's no Jota. No, he's not. But again, I don't think he was brought in to be Jota's replacement, let's be real here. He was brought in to be uh, 140th project signing. And, uh... I think the bad that got me too is the fact that in 2023, I'm not, no individual criticism here, but you shouldn't be looking to bring on James Forrest to change a game in 2023. No. It shouldn't be happening. And when Yang came off for him, uh, that was the sub, wasn't it? Yes. Yang came off for him. Yeah. And there was audible groans, and not just for me and you or everybody listening to this podcast, but there was genuine groans about it. And it's nothing personal against James Forrest. It's the fact that to bring him on when he's just had his testimonial game, to actually change a match that you're really needing to win for a player who I thought was one of our best performers, it's just a strange move for Brendan. But you look at that bench again, who realistically could they brought on as well? And so I have got one positive thing, the fact that AJ came through and scaved. Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't get, expect him to get the 90. No, anyway. he played for like 60 minutes, then Ralston came on, and the list said about how he played the better. Um, but that's probably the only positive. I thought Yang done reasonably well enough. Actually, Joe Hart had a couple of good saves. The, the lamented Joe Hart, who I didn't want to start another game for Sailor. So Johnston created just as many good chances as us in the second half? Second half he did. Well, we, we had really two great chances. Well, one really. Well, the goalie made two brilliant saves from Matt O'Reilly, but the second, the second chance fell like, I think, six yards out. 
in the second half. He really should have scored. And then Haxa had a shot that was a long-range effort saved. And then that was it. The last two chances of the game were for St. Johnson. And Liam Scales, I don't want to be critical, because he's in a difficult situation. You should never be in that position. We shouldn't be in that no. position where we've got Scales. No, he got rinsed for one of their chances. And I was just thinking, he's probably going to start against Rangers. And sorry to be doom-laden, folks, because I know you, you like hilarity on here. We will try our best, but... It's no looking good for this Celtic team at the moment going to Ibrox next week. Uh, we'll do a bigger preview next week, but the way things are and the fact that we're probably not going to have any big dogs back for injury, I think we're going to get hammered. And I can't believe I'm saying that when you look at Celtic and back in June, the way we were set up, even before Ange said he was leaving, even when Ange said he was leaving, we were thinking, well, we're still set up to win the league. And I think if Rangers beat us next week, they'll be favourites to win the league. What was your thoughts on the full-time reaction? The video I showed you, it's not really one we're going to put on our Instagram or anything like that or share. Um, because frankly, I don't think we want to be seen as glorifying the Celtic fans lashing out against the players and, well, mostly the manager, just to get social media hits. It's a, it's a bad look and <clears throat> we'll describe it, but from where I was... A lot of the North Curve were um, furious at Brendan John. You've seen the video, were quite a few were um, seething at the manager, Burnham. Um, we had some people, amazingly enough, clapping. I don't understand that either. It's just mad to me. But what are your thoughts on the video that I showed you um, with the North Curve basically fuming at Brendan and the players after that? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Does it sum up just how disconnected things are now? We can't blame them for such a terrible performance. Generally, I think Celtic's worst home performance in like three years. Well, worst result. I mean, I was just thinking the difference I can't, I'm going to go back to Brendan and Ange again if you look at that game when we played Dungeon United last season beat them 4-2 when they when they made it two, right, when yeah. they made it two to five minutes to go we went up the park had a header saved then scored for the corner and we also made subs uh, right after it too yes. I think and then we, then we scored again right after that but Brendan did make subs day at the 60th minute so Ange still three subs three subs aye but unfortunately they never really every one of them were hiding never but, and, I'm, and I, again I've got to say it but, but, but I don't can I get my head down as all this talk about um, Sead Haksabanovic, right? Once away, his agent's engineering a move, he's unhappy. But now for the last two games, he's came on to try and change it. It's a dire situation and it just sums up like where we are. Like, we're bringing on a guy that clearly wants to be away for the club. And, and frankly as well, I've got to say with Haksabanovic, I, I just can't go on anymore either. He's annoying me just watching him. And well, a lot of that is probably down to the wee guys that have talked him up into this amazing cult figure. When he's barely done anything, I know it's Celtic in a Celtic jersey. Well, Rio Hattati, I know you because he doesn't smile and we're missing him desperately. But I will, I will say that Rio Hattati, as much as he does annoy me, is a brilliant football player and I can understand why people you know, go mad over him. You do. We're missing a, him. Um, we're missing him and he's a fantastic player and he's the type of player that can take two players out of the game just with his movement alone or a pass alone. And I will say that, as much as he does do my head in. Well, I think we'll need to talk about briefly Carl McGregor again because... For 99% of that game, apart from at the tail end when he ran back to 
win the ball off a St Johnson player. They start a move. They start they a move. Broke down in the centre. Broke circle. down. It went back to Liam Scales. <laughs> then Cal McGregor was terrible again. Woeful. You can't even just say in the second half that tiredness was kicking in and that. It was like in the first 20, 25 minutes. It was awful. Like St Johnston players were doing that thing where they were man marking them. And not only that, anytime he was getting into 50 50 challenges with them, he was coming off second best. And again, I was saying to Kemp next to me, there's. It, I think no, I mean, I'm, I'm dreading seeing him Ibrox next weekend. Um, he's going to just get annihilated. But I think the international break, what has to happen is Brendan has to pull him out of that Scotland team and just say to him, don't play any international games and focus on basically resting and getting us sorted after the break. But it's not going to happen. No, because he'll want play in the Euros for Scotland. Of course he will, and not only that, I bet, I mean, enough, annoyingly enough, I bet he plays better for Scotland. I don't know if you could hear some bells in the background there. That was the bells tolling for Celtic. <laughs> boom, boom. But uh, no, listen, uh, we'll, we'll not we'll no keep the listeners here for that long because it's no a fun podcast. But do you think Brendan's under pressure? Yes, without a doubt, I think he is. I'm going to ignore the happy clappers at the end of the game today. Um, that was a bit of a weird reaction for them. I think it was maybe a default automatic reaction. And they were maybe just too cowardly to boo. I didn't want to boo, but just don't, don't do anything then. If you don't want to boo, or you don't want to um, be raging at the, the team and show that, just don't react at all. I don't, I don't understand why they wanted to getting clapped off that part of the day by some sections of the crowd. I would definitely say he's under pressure. Uh, next week, depending on the result, it's going to mount the pressure on him, I would say, as well, because there's some fans already, and we know them, never wanted them in the first place, and we're already against them. You've got some fans in the middle that are, like myself, are giving them the benefit of the doubt. I've always said that I don't like him as a guy. I find him a pretty false uh, personality. But I can respect the fact that he is a good manager. I don't know if he is anymore. Do you think he's underestimated things up here? I, I, I just don't understand what the idea is. I mean, the football is so boring. That's the biggest problem for me. No, as well, the results are starting to be bad. But the football is so boring. And I don't want to just compare it to Ange, because Ange was an outlier. But if you compare it to even... <laughs> Brendan's an outlier. Well, that's true. <laughs> an, out- an outlier? <laughs> <laughs> Only kidding. Only kidding, Brendan, of course. But uh, even if you compare it to somebody like... Good old Lenny's... Like, we see when Lenny was a manager after Christmas in his second season. No, his first season back after Christmas. And we were on that brilliant run up until we had to stop because of COVID. We won like 10 league games in a row or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 1920 season. 1920. That's like much, much better than the day. Even what we were doing in COVID was better than the day because in a way, I can forgive what happened in COVID because there was no fans and that made a big, big difference. Made it easier for Rangers, of course. Am I right, captain. Sorry, can I not say, but am I not right in saying in Lenny's, that 1920 season, it was touch and go and the real turning point was actually a result at Ibrox, which... Nobody expected us to get. Well, no, it was touch and go after they beat us at Christmas, and then we had the winter break, and then we went on a, a brilliant run. And the only game we dropped points in was a two each draw at Livingston, that, and they get beat off Hamilton. They beat think. off Hamilton, and uh, then we beat I think St Mullen, and that was the last game before COVID. But the football was excellent, and it's so much better than the, this football. You know, that this will be the, the biggest problem for Brendan. I'm going to have to compare it to Ange because he's the last manager. He's done there in England. He's got Tottenham top of the league. I mean, I know Man City will be top of the league probably by the time you hear this. But he's got Tottenham transformed in three league games. Look, as after three league games, we are transformed too, but the other way. And the football is just so boring. 
that's the biggest issue for me. And it, it doesn't seem to be something that Brendan is in any mood to fix. Because, I mean, you read out what he said after the game, where he said that these things this can happen like, after winning a treble. Like, and he said there's greater expectations by the fans and other teams will basically try harder against you. But that's not true because, like, Ange in his first season uh, won the double and, you know, how, how good was the football in that first season. And he made it even better in the second season too. Teams were trying harder against us to stop the champions, but we always found a way to break them down. Beat Dungeon United 9 nothing. This is no. I mean, obviously the fact that the results are starting to go bad is a problem. And I think, I think if we get beaten next week, there's going to be just turmoil. I think people are going to really, really be angry. And I know there's mitigating circumstances because we're not going to have CCV and we're not going to have Fatati. We'll probably not have Rocky either. Though I did hear that he could play, but I think it'd be too much of a risk. I mean, nobody's in good form. When that happens, it's always a problem. But the fact that Brendan is late, still by a lot of the fans, and you can see their point of view because of the way yeah. he left. The fact that the, the fact that the football is so bad is the biggest issue because it's just boring. It was boring, Eddie. We were only dominating St. Johnson, who hadn't won a game and lost four 0 and still in it. I mean, it, it can't be. This result can't just be swept under the car. And it was comfortable though for them as well. Second, I think second last twenty minutes. We were only like, gone out for a goal that like you expect for Celtic. And I mind always last season, like, I, was, I seen a Rangers fan saying, like, you always expect them to score a goal. Well, even if we were drawn, we always expect Celtic to score a goal. I don't expect it now. Ah, I didn't expect it to score last week. 60 minutes? Was and for me, problem? it was 70. I didn't expect it to score. If it's, I was going to say it was the same as next week, but it won't be because we'll probably. Can we talk like, about how wasteful the corners are as well? Oh, they must have been about 20. Terrible. The corners are so bad. Are you going to do a hilarious corner joke? Well, I did say during the game today, we've had more corners than the Barksdale crew. One for you Wire fans there. Yes, that actually was quite funny. Thank you, John. But, no, the set pieces were abysmal. I think that set piece we got against Aberdeen was a... a the score against Aberdeen when a bad score was a fluke. But the set pieces last week were terrible. They were terrible today. And as you said, the biggest problem is that the reaction it'll going out the League Cup that we've dominated for the last decade was a 0-0 draw with the worst team in the league and they were comfortable for and the last They'll probably minutes. get relegated as well. Well, they'll probably get points against us four times this season. I was all about Celtic. <laughs> Satire there. But no, we really have put ourselves under huge pressure. I mean, as you said earlier, well, I think everybody was concerned about next week because of their injuries. The fact that there's no fans. And, uh, just distracted with a women's 400 metre relay here, John. Will we just talk about that? Because you're great fans of the athletes. Yeah, it really was terrible and I don't know where we go from here. But I mean, this week is a big week. We've got the the Champions League draw on Thursday and that is a joke in itself. Expecting us to do anything in the Champions League. But we've got a draw on Thursday, so obviously we'll talk about that on the pod. We've got the transfer window closing on Friday night at midnight. That sounds like it could be a song. Uh, Living After Midnight, great song. And uh, then of course we'll play Rangers next Sunday, so... Three big massive events What normal you'd be looking forward to with Celtic And I'm not looking forward to any of them I'm not, not either I'm no. not looking forward to the Champions League draw Because I'm just going to see I'm going to get massacred I'm going to pummel us No looking forward to the transfer one day Because I think it'll be desperation signing us Because we've left it too late And we'll talk about it more during the next week But I'm not looking forward at all To this game at Ibrox I mean it's hard enough with injuries and having no fans But the fact that we're playing so bad I still don't think they're a good team But I think they're 
for, they're better than us now because they're getting results. They could be like on a huge high if they beat PSV. Hopefully they don't, but I just I don't know. It's uh, it's mad that it's only the fourth game the Ben has been in charge and we're almost at a crisis point. Yeah, we're not far off it at the moment, and I think for me, um, for the last two seasons, I can't remember going to Celtic Park and, and coming away from it like you know, really unhappy um, and just miserable. I mean, despite my face, I'm actually very happy under the last two seasons with Ange Postacoglu and the way we played football and how we managed to grind out results, at least today. You knew the football wasn't going to be good at all after the first half hour. So you're expecting, OK, maybe we can grind this one out, but we couldn't even do that. And the now, you know, you just said, where do we go from here? I think the immediate short-term answers to the bar, John, and get loaded with more vodka. Aye, well, I think this time next Sunday I'll be imbibing myself with vodka, eh? or, I'll be, or I'll be in my bed, in fact, I'll be, and I'll be hiding under the table, that's one for, uh, that's an old joke, watching a game hiding under the table, but uh, no, it's just amazing that after four games, we're really in a, in a bad spot, and I think if we get heavily beaten next week, that is a crisis. Usually after these games as well, like we've maybe seen the highlights and there's some slight tactical analysis or there's something to talk about where the players did well didn't do well I mean we're just discussing this right after the game a shoot reaction an old fashioned shoot reaction John and to be honest with you I've got no intention of watching the highlights back I've got no intention of watching the O'Reilly misses I've got no intention of watching a, a Maeda sky it into Rosie or out for a throw in that was embarrassing honestly that, that game today I, I, I just hope that when we look back on it it's one of the ones we can maybe laugh about Right now, though, I have my doubts because I think for the rest of the season, going on that performance alone, it's going to be defined on who we bring in this week and it's going to be, de- be defined on Sunday and the result as well. I mean, a narrow defeat or something different, but I see a hammer there. That, that size confidence could fucking plummet. How bad is that? Is like a result like a narrow defeat against Rangers as soon as acceptable? Obviously, it's no, but the way things are going now... I don't know. I mean, I think if we get if we get a draw, I'd probably cry with relief because it'd be such an unexpected result. Probably buy me a drink. No, let's not go too far. But no, I, I don't know. I, it's unbelievable. I, I, you know, I keep saying it, but the fact that we're in this situation, four games into Brendan's return, is just mind blowing to me. Maybe, maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe we should have expected. The, well, I didn't expect the football to be as good as under Ange, but I thought Brendan knows what he's doing. He'll get the results. Yeah. But the results are bad. And I know it's early days, but we're out of the League Cup and we couldn't have beat St. Johnston at home. I don't know. And I, I can't say that he thinks that Brendan will see you the season, whatever happens. I know this is very early days, but I don't think it would take a lot for the fans to own Brendan's back. And that would that would give the board a big decision. I mean, have they seen a reaction like that today in the video I showed you? No, and... As I said before, as I said before, the fans are here. There's no, it's no COVID. There's no, uh, there's no hiding place. No, I, I don't know. It's, it's very, very, very strange situation, and it might get worse before it gets better. I mean, this silly team are capable. If we end up going like, like if we go two points behind, I mean, there's like thirty. Two, 34 league games after there's plenty of time to get it back but the way things are going we're trending downwards and that shouldn't be the case with the team we've got and the manager we've got no more, even though players have left we shouldn't be just really in this situation 
And I guess the final point to make on this is, do you know how bad things are at the moment that any game against them at Ibrox, we always watch it together in the pub. And Celtic so far have made us not want to go to the pub. We're just going to be watching it in the houses, John. Yeah, I'm not uh, going out to watch it. I mean, if I get a, a sensational draw, then I'll, I'll go out to a pub in Mary Hall or something. But no, I don't want it. Uh, I don't want it. Like, just go to the pub and then have to come home miserable after watching Celtic turning in a terrible performance. Right, well, I think that'll be the end of episode 180. Once again, cannot believe how much I underestimated how bad this Celtic team are now, how much Brendan Rodgers has to sort out, and how much Rizzo has been tight by still not going to the bar. So you'll have to make that right, Jonah. I will, and I'd like to say a shout-out, RIP, two legends that we lost this week, Terry Funk and Wyndham Bray Wyatt Redundant. Celtic are they footballers? No, but they are. They're legends anyway, and another and another sport that they're legends, but professional wrestling. Indeed, shout out to them. And uh, Celtic didn't do them proud of the anyway. <laughs> right, so thank you, Steve. Thanks to you for listening to yeah, another fun episode of Gigpod. That's I think two or last three have been miserable ones after games. And you may get another one next week. Lucky listeners. Yep, so we'll be back at some stage this week, probably after the Champions League draw and we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about our signings because we will have bought players by then by Thursday and we'll do a preview of the game next week so you can look forward to an episode by, by next week and then we'll after the game next Sunday we'll have a pod out as well well we'll do the pod then we'll have one out probably on the Monday right so you know where to get us by now in all the usual places you can leave us reviews tell us how much better we are than Celtic you can catch uh, you can follow Stevie on Instagram at GigPod and are you still on that lamented spread website Freds or have you gave that up unlike Celtic I think it will come good Alright, so he's on Freds as well, on Gig, at GigPod. And we'll be back next week. Lucky listeners. Hopefully we'll be look back at this as just at the end of the season and laugh. Thanks to you for listening. We'll speak to you all soon. Celtic, get your finger out. Hail, hail. Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.